0: Hello and welcome to the Get Transformed podcast of Transformation Christian Fellowship. We are so excited that you're tuning in and we hope that you will be empowered and transformed by the Word of God. Luke chapter 12, verse starting at verse 41, I will not be long for the sake of time tonight. Luke chapter 12, verse 41. I'm reading from the New Living Translation tonight. I could really stay in here and just dismiss. I'm gonna be obedient to, to do what I need to do. Verse 41, it says, Peter adds, Lord, is that illustration, illustration just for us or for everyone? Verse 42 reads, and the Lord replied, A faithful, sensible servant is one to whom the master can give responsibility of managing his other household servants and feeding them. Verse 43 reads, if the master returns and finds that the servant has done a good job, there will be a reward. Verse 44 says, I tell you the truth, the master will put that servant in charge of all he owns verse 45 but what if the servant thinks my master won't be back for a while and he begins beating the other servants partying and getting drunk the master will return unannounced and unexpected and he will cut the servant in pieces and banish him with the unfaithful verse 47 reads this it says And a servant who knows what the master wants but isn't prepared and doesn't carry out those instructions will be severely punished. Lastly, we end on verse 48, which sums up the text. But someone who does not know and then does something wrong will be punished only lightly. When someone has been been given much, much will be required in return and when someone has been entrusted with much, even more will be required. Can I point your attention to verse 42 just for the brief moment of time, verse 42 reads, and the Lord replied, a faithful, sensible servant is one to whom the master can give the responsibility of managing his other household servants and feeding them. I wanna talk to you from the subject tonight briefly. Are you the faithful steward? Are you the faithful steward? That's my question to us tonight to ponder. The next couple of weeks, I don't have a message series. Normally I do message series for each month and different things like that, but for these next few weeks, the Lord has given me a series of messages to challenge our church with. Uh, A series of messages to challenge you In how serious you are in your relationship with God and his purpose for your life. I want you to confront what you've probably been hiding or encourage those who've been in the call of God for their lives. That is my goal tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, What Jesus is saying in this text to us tonight and what he's explaining is he has in Luke chapter 12, he has been talking with the disciples. He tells them to be aware of the leaven of the Pharisee, be careful of their hypocrisy. Then he moves later on and tells them about, hey, don't worry about anything. If I can clothe the lilies of the field and all of that, solely I would do that for you. And then he gets into a conversation, ladies and gentlemen, about his return and how we ladies and gentlemen in the christian life we are to live ladies and gentlemen prospectively meaning that we live with the perspective of not only for today but for a future to a future that we are on our way to are you get what i'm saying so i don't you need to change your perspective of how you live your life Because if you're living life solely about today and what's happening in today, what you think, no, you're living, you're not living it the way you should. Because you have to understand that you should be living in a way where it is preparing you for what is to come and who is to come. So, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus begins to give these parables. And what parables are, ladies and gentlemen, are stories or examples that have a scriptural deep meaning behind them. So, he can, so, and Jesus used parables a lot to communicate the gospel so that it would bring people in, so that they would have an understanding of what he is trying to say spiritually to them. With a, uh, 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 with a metaphor or, or, or story that gets them gripped in to the message. Yeah. Using things that they are familiar with to bring them in to understand this scriptural context that he wants them to, uh, uh, to, 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 to grasp. Or this spiritual, not context is a bad word, sp- uh, spiritual principle yeah. that he wants them to grasp. Yeah. And so he just talked about earlier in the verses about letting, uh, keeping your light burning, meaning that Jesus, ladies and gentlemen, how he ascended to the father, but he ascended and he did not just leave us to just say, okay, go about your lives. He didn't do that. What Jesus did, ladies and gentlemen, is say, Hey, you got work to do while I'm gone. He actually goes and say, Hey, work while it's day because night is coming when no man can work. You got to understand when Jesus say the work that when we're talking about work, it is not that you are working for your salvation. Jesus has already done the work for that. That work was done on the cross. You're not working for your salvation. No, you're working out your salvation. Those are two different things. For me to work out something, that means I'm exercising my faith. I'm exercising my faith. I'm exercising my, 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 every day, my everyday walk, my, my relationship with Christ. I'm, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in relationship. I'm working this thing out. Just like in the marriage, ladies and gentlemen, while you get married on that first day, it doesn't mean that the work stops because you say I do. It means it continues past the I do. Because if the work stops and I do, then let me tell you something. You're going to get quickly to an annulment or in divorce. The ladies and gentlemen, what Jesus is telling us is that you and I have work to do if we are servants of God. If you, ladies and gentlemen, are professors of, the, of, the, of, of, of Jesus Christ and true believers of Jesus Christ, if you put your faith in him, then you have been given a responsibility. Jesus tells him earlier, keep your light burning. And then he uses a parable about the wedding feast, how the how the bridegroom goes away, how the groom goes, how how he goes away. And then and then uh, eventually a a wedding and back in those times, a wedding festival could last more than a week. He tells him, hey, you know, you got to live life with the urgency of knowing that Christ can come back at any time. At any given moment, ladies and gentlemen, what separates you from an unbeliever is this: is that you know that you know the urgency of the hour. That there is a time that's coming that will be unannounced. That there is a time that's coming. Jesus said he likened his coming to a thief that comes in the night, saying that hey, he's like a thief. The thief doesn't announce like hey, I'm coming to rob you, does he? No, he does not. No, he said, no, I'm coming as quick. It's going to be quick. You will not see it coming. But will you be prepared? That's the question. Will you be prepared? Jesus is talking about in our very specific text, Peter understood the importance of what Jesus was asking or what he was saying in his parable. And Peter asks Jesus, he says, listen, Lord, meaning that he realizes his lordship. He doesn't call him teacher. He doesn't call him, he says, he says, Lord, meaning that he realizes that this is his God and he approaches him as such. He doesn't say rabbi. He doesn't say, he doesn't say prophet. He says, Lord, is this for us as disciples? Because he was wondering because there was a large crowd that came around them. So did you switch what you were saying? And Jesus really didn't answer his question. Jesus didn't answer his question at all. He did to some degree, but he didn't answer it directly. He answered it in some translations in the New King James Version with a question. And the question is found in uh, verse 42 right here. And the Lord replied, a faithful and sensible servant. He says... To whom the master can give responsibility of managing his household servants and feeding them. Jesus is saying this to anyone that professes or believes in him. That to that faithful it's plural, it's singular, not plural. Meaning he's referring it to an individual who's made up in their mind to follow him. He's saying to that servant, if you're in the new King James Version, he says, who is that faithful and wise servant? Celebrate and join us for the fifth year anniversary Sunday here at Transformation Christian Fellowship. September 5th at 5 p.m. Be a part of the celebration with dynamic praise and worship from Transformation Music and Inspiring. Relevant biblical message from Pastor Brandon Hill. Thank God with us for his favor and faithfulness as we are singing above and beyond. Transformation starts here. gentlemen, the word in the Greek for wise, well, in the New Living Translation, they say sensible, and they use it not only to, de- uh, not only to determine, ladies and gentlemen, uh, a mental acumen, but it's also used, or uh, another word in the Greek that's used for wise, meaning that uh, gifted, meaning somebody who has gifts. So to that faithful, uh, or, or let me backtrack, it's to someone who's skillful, skillful, so And so he said to that faithful and skillful Or skillful meaning you're wise You know how to, to manage yeah. What you have You and I ladies and gentlemen have uh, 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 Solomon tells us that our life is as a vapor yeah. But here it is If our life is as a vapor That means that you have to be responsible With the little bit of time you have here yeah. And the way that Jesus talks about readiness Is in faithfulness Because if you're faithful, you'll be ready. (laughs) If you're faithful, you'll be ready. And so, ladies and gentlemen, what he means when he's talking about faithful is he's talking about someone who's unwavering. Someone who's loyal to the very end. The Christian life, ladies and gentlemen, is about there will be those who profess but won't make it to the end. Not because they lost their salvation, not because Jesus took their salvation away from Him, is that during the long, uh, when life and trials hit, they walk away from God. You can't lose your salvation if you were genuinely saved to begin with. See, the way your salvation is genuinely proved is through testing trials. That is the testing of your faith. That's what that's what James tells us. That's the testing of your faith. It has to go through something. If I say that I have faith in God, well, let's prove it. Let's put it to the test. Nobody likes to talk about that. You think this Christian life is all roses and PG green? No, it's not. You have a You have you. Let me tell you something. There's a lot of great times, but there are those moments where you're going to go through adversity, but you don't go through them alone. Because again, when you become faithless, he remains faithful. Yeah. He can't deny himself. Are you hearing me? And so, what I'm telling you is, Jesus is saying to you, to that faithful, if you, you got to ask yourself, are you faithful? Are you loyal as a servant? He said, and, and, and he says it right here in the text, he says, to whom the master can give responsibility of managing his other household servants and feeding them, meaning that first Jesus gives you responsibility before you get accountability. There's a difference between responsibility and accountability. You can get responsibility before being held accountable. Accountability is the result of responsibility. So he gives them responsibility, can I, to that faithful servant, I'm going to give you the responsibility of running this household, managing it. He uses uses a a person, this parable, he uses one that the master gives responsibility to the managing servant of the household. And he said, I'm going to give them this responsibility. And this is what this faithful servant does in the next verse. He said the faithful servant, what he does is he returns and finds that the servant has done a good job. There will be rewarded. I tell you the truth, the master will put the servant in charge of all he owns. He said, listen, when you are faithful and you do what you are supposed to do, let me tell you something. This scripture in this text is not only for those who you think serve in church. Any person that proclaims Jesus Christ, he's giving you a responsibility. Any person that I don't care you have a response if you, you got a child, well you got a responsibility over your household. You 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 work at a non-divide or you're a business owner, you got a responsibility over that. You do on un- you work as you are doing it unto the Lord. You work as you are doing it unto the Lord. You have a responsibility. Uh, uh, How much money you got in your bank? Well, that is you being faithful over what God has given you. And do you tithe? Are you giving to others? Uh, That's all a part of being a faithful steward. Because nothing that you and I possess is our own. It had to come from somewhere. And it comes from God. And God uses man to do the transaction. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen here he has it He's saying this is the person This is the person Let me back up here he says this is the person He says I'm going to give them I'm going to give them I tell you the truth The master will put him servant in charge of all he owns Because he gave the He gave them what they needed in the right time That means that this faithful Servant is selfless And not selfish You have to ask yourself Are you managing what God given you or what you doing is misappropriating grace? Are you misappropriating or abusing this gift called grace? Are you abusing this gift of mercy? That's the question. He's saying to this faithful servant, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put him in charge of everything. And not only that, this speaks to a future event where in scripture, uh, it's not very detailed, but it's to, to, but it's but there is land and allotments and different things that God will put us in charge of in the future heaven. There's crowns that are waiting for us there. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what Jesus is talking about to us. Can I give you 1 Peter 4 uh, uh, verse 10? 1 Peter 4 10. Here it is. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve who? Yourself? He says one another. He says use them to serve one another. You don't use it to serve yourself. Use it to serve one another. And so here it is. He said, everybody has been given a portion. Everyone has been given to us a gift of grace. He said, I want you to use it. So that means is that God has put something in your possession that you ought to use. He's put something in your possession that you need to be doing in the earth. You do not take up space. Jesus said, while I'm gone, occupy while I'm gone. I want you to occupy, I want you to make disciples, I want you to be a light in the earth, I want you to be the salt of the earth, I want you to be my reflection here in the earth. Are you that faithful servant? Or are you this servant? He says, then there's another servant. Another servant, ladies and gentlemen, is that what happens is is that when they put him over charge, he uh, he misabuses his power mismanages his power he says my master won't be back for a while he has this attitude he said oh my master won't be back for a while i'm a party i'm a drink i'm gonna use up all the resources i'm not gonna manage it or give it to other people who may be in need because guess what i had other people under me but forget them i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do and he said this other servant he partying he drinking he said the master will return and have you ever had that moment when your parents went away for vacation? <laughs> and it was like, oh, yes, <laughs> it's about to go down. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my father, old Pastor OG, was up last week and he, he told a story about how when they were away at work and it was summer vacation, me, my brother, and sister decided to have a water fight. In the house. Everything got soaked. I would blame Vernon. Because he started it. But everything got soaked. And they came. Unannounced. (laughs) To their surprise. They had that alarm system. And that alarmed them. To let them know something. Had gone down. In the house. And so when them coming. And just catching us in the act. We knew. That this was, we knew the beating was coming. We just knew. I mean, we deserved it. I mean, we we went up the house. We soaked everything up. I just knew this was coming. And guess what? The master, while the servant is doing this, the master does not, the servant does not know when the master is going to show. There's not an alarm to let you know that, hey, the master is coming. It's almost like this when you were home and your parents told you to clean the house before they get there. And you know they're getting off at 5 o'clock. And so you start around 430 or 445 and just act like you was cleaning up something before they got there. But you knew that they were coming at 5. Jesus saying you're not going to know. <laughs> You can't just start You can't let me tell you something. There will be people to decide to start working for God after. After, ladies and gentlemen. The rapture. There will. There will be a few. It won't be many. But it will be a few. Are you getting what I'm saying? He's saying, look. Don't be this person cuz this type of servant it says listen here this is where when people says that hell is not real Jesus talked about it and he talks about it here this is what he uses he says and the spaster will return unannounced and unexpected and he will be cut he will cut the servant in pieces and banish him with the unfaithful so this type of servant let me show you something can i show you something when Jesus says being aware of the 11, it also goes about, it goes back to when Jesus talking about I'm going in that day, I'm going to separate the wheat from the tare, meaning that there are people among us now who profess this belief, who do this, but they're just like this servant, mismanaging, partying, having a good old time, not even thinking about God, but he says them, I'm going to cast them along with the unfaithful yeah. because they weren't really mine. Because if you're a faithful servant, you don't do that. That's it. Yes. Are you get what I'm saying? I am not saying I am not opposed to having a good time. Jesus is not saying that. What he's saying is this person did not seize the opportunity and manage and steward what I given him. He this servant was selfish. Yeah. Looking out for himself. Indulging in all of these self pleasures and not helping those who were else in the house. That's what he's saying. He's saying, I want to throw him away. He's going to be banished. Here it is. Verse 47. And then he don't stop there because there's another type of servant. And a servant who knows what the master wants, but isn't prepared, doesn't carry out those instructions, will be severely punished. So what he's saying, and there's levels of. To these, there's there's there there's different levels to the uh, consequence to the decision that you make. There's different levels of consequences to the decisions that you and I make that this is a servant and this is what you see because we have these people we have three types of people ones who are faithful ones who are not faithful but then those who who know what god wants from them to do but they're runners they don't do it out of fear uh they don't do what god needs uh, that god has purposed over their lives because uh uh, of uh it doesn't align to their plan. Or you that person, you know what God wants you to do, but you're not prepared. You're still trying to have your foot one way in and one way out. And what Jesus is telling us as a church, as we're turning five years, and as you're getting older, and as time is unpredictable and uncertain, and as we see the signs of the times, when you're going to get serious? You don't have that type of time like you think you have. If the pandemic showed us anything, that no one is exempt, no matter what age you are. So what you waiting on? Why are you procrastinating? I know I can procrastinate on some things. Why are you procrastinating? Why are you trying to? Well, I'll wait till tomorrow. Tomorrow's not promised. (laughs) What are you doing? You know what God wants wants you to do, and you know how to do it. You just are afraid. Or you need to come and have a real conversation with you and your father and say, God, I don't like that plan. So he can finally get you on his plan. Sometimes you got to wrestle with God like Jacob wrestled with him. Because it was in wrestling with God that Jacob could finally become Israel. (laughs) To finally walk in his destiny. He said, are you that person? Are you going to keep on going around because you don't want to be you don't want to be uh, uh, you don't want your friends thinking less of you or thinking different of you? They are. What are you waiting for? Either you want to either you going to care about that or guess what? You are going to be you. You're going to experience a level of consequence to your decision while here. See you and I some people think they're living for here. You are living to answer to someone. His name is the eternal God. And let me also help us in this room. You comparing and looking at other people because that's part of the reason why people know what they need to do and don't do it. Because you comparing yourself with them. Not Not all busyness or action means that person is in the will of God. A lot of people will be surprised on that day to see when people's works are tried by fire, if you're a believer. And really see what it was like. Because a lot of people who say they did stuff in Jesus' name, Jesus said, I never knew you, depart from me. You work of iniquity. I never knew you. So you can be genuinely doing what you think is right. But if it's not on the will of God, It will be tried. Are you get what I'm saying? My question to you to really think and ponder tonight and to challenge you is, are you the faithful servant? Are you the faithful steward? Are you faithful? Are you are you unwavering in your faith? It's not saying that you don't have doubts, but are you unwavering? Are you are you are you persistent in your faith? Are you get what I'm saying? Let's see here. Matthew 10. I got to move. Matthew 10 verse 8. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cure those who, who, with leprosy and cast out demons. Give as freely as you have received. That means I received. Jesus says give freely as you have received. If I have freely been received grace, then that means I have to freely extend grace. That's being a faithful steward. Being a steward over grace, being a steward over my finances, being a steward faithfully doing that in order for it to bring uh, bring glory to God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Let me let me let's let's do this second. Can I give you some more scriptures to to back up what I'm saying? The eyes of the Lord search the whole earth in order to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. Here it is. If you are a faithful servant, gee, God is saying here in 2 Chronicles, he's saying, hey, my eyes go from two in the front. I'm looking for committed folks so I can strengthen them. I know how hard life can be for you. I know the ups and downs. He said, I'm looking for those. I'm going to strengthen those. I want to ask you the question, are you faithful enough so he can strengthen you? (laughs) Are you loyal enough where he's going to strengthen you? Are you the faithful servant? Or he says this. What a fool you have been from now on. You will be at war. Saying there's foolish. Israel was being foolish. Saying now you'll be at war. Why? You will always be in war with yourself when you go out line, go outside of the will of God. Yeah. You will always be at war. Turmoil, war inside, anxiety always feeling anxious God does not intend for you to live a life like that always trying to please people he ain't trying to have you live a life like that huh? being a people pleaser oh I'm here I'm, I'm, I'm the life of this no 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 he didn't ask you to be a people pleaser he asked you to be a pleaser of God are you faithful or are you or are you he's saying listen He's saying, listen, if you notice in each part of when he describes each servant, there is is a consequence to the responsibility that they've been given. Are you, you have to understand, while you may be seeing people get away with certain things in this lifetime, don't mean they're getting away with it at all. Every person's action will be judged by the eternal God. Everything is gonna come under. Let me leave you with this. I hope this message is making you think tonight. Here we go. Here we go. First first, first Corinthians chapter 3, verse 10. Here we go. Because of God's grace to me, this is what Paul said. I have laid the foundation like an expert builder. Now others building on it, but whoever is building on this foundation must be very careful. Let me do this. He says because of the God, of God's grace to me, he's did what he said I've laid a found laid the foundation like an expert builder. What makes you an expert builder is if you're building on the rock, who is your salvation who is Jesus Christ. If I build on that foundation, I'm good. But this is what Paul then said, you got to be, on, but this person though, no, you got to be careful. Yeah. For no one can lay a foundation on anything other than the one we already have, and that's Jesus Christ. That He's saying you got to be careful of that particular person that tries to lay a foundation on any other thing outside of Jesus. Yeah. You got to be careful of laying a foundation on your marriage or on anything outside of Jesus. You got to be careful of laying a foundation of your life and what your morals and all of that stuff is if it's outside of Jesus. You got to be careful, and that's what Paul is saying here. You got to be careful. And what Paul, he continues to go in he says, Anyone who builds on that foundation, they may use materials such as gold, silvers, jewels, wood, hay, or straw. But here it is. He said, verse 13, I know you don't want to talk about this, but on the judgment day, he says fire will reveal what kind of work each builder has done. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what I'm trying to tell you is, If you are not that faithful steward, because a faithful steward knows how to build, because he's building on the right stuff, which is Jesus Christ. And if you are not managing what he's given you and working out your salvation in fear and trembling and doing what God has called you to do with great gladness and joy, ladies and gentlemen, at the end of the day, your works will be tried by fire if you're a believer. And this is what he says, the fire will show if a person's work has any what? Value. Value. (laughs) (laughs) My thing is, if what you are building does it have value, you try to build your life, I know you want to be six figures, a millionaire. I want to get that bag. I want to chase it. I want to get me a Birkin. I want to, you know, I want all of this stuff. I want a house. I wanted this. I wanted that. My question is, out of all of that, if you if you get all of that and still have not done your purpose here in life, that is all in vain. It's all useless. That's not going to do anything for where you're going. It's nice while you're here. I'm not talking anything against it. I would love a Tesla. Being honest with you. But I know that my life is not centered around that. Is centered on a higher calling, yes, sir. which is Jesus Christ. And he expects us, he says, walk worthy to the calling of which you've been called. Yes, sir. That's what he's saying. My question to us is, on that day, will God find you to be faithful? That's my question to you. Will God find you to be faithful? Will God find what you do to be faithful? Or you're going to... Be like or experience one of the consequences of the other two servants. My question to you is, I am challenging you to get up. Whatever's happened to you, dust yourself off and get serious about what God is calling you to do and his plan. And if it's outside of your comfort zone, that's great. That means you need to rely on him. To get you to where you need to go. Because at the end of the day. We all have someone to answer to. And his name is the uncreated God. The maker of the heavens and an earth. The only one that can judge the whole earth. He has no judge and jury. He's all of that because of who he is. He was not created. He was always in the very beginning before time. Existing as God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All have taken part of creation. He's the one that we have to respond to. Because it was his time that he gave us. To say, how well will you manage this time I've given you in space? Because God is eternal. He exists outside of time. He exists outside of space. He, 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 he saying, what have you done in that short of time that I've given you? You got to make an answer for it. And you got to get serious with it now. I'm going to stand to your feet. I'm done. Listen, if you're not saved tonight, I offer you Jesus Christ. Listen, I offer you the one that changed my life. And he can change your life. I don't care what may come your way. Guess what? Because I got him with me, I know I'm not alone. I always got a helper, And I have the Holy Spirit as a comforter listen he wants to make himself known in your life tonight if that's you I want to offer you Jesus Christ he will make you new tonight he will make you new it is as simple as believing in your heart and confessing with your mouth that Jesus Christ is lord and the scripture says you are saved and that your name is written in the in the in the in the lamb's book of life no one can erase your name off of that It's sealed until eternity. Thanks for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. We hope that you subscribe so that you can continue to be empowered by the latest podcast. For more information on Transformation Christian Fellowship, visit our website at transformationchristianfellowship.org or download our free mobile app on the App Store or Google Play Store. If you would like to support this ministry, simply text TCF1 to 77977. We thank you for your generosity and for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. And remember, transformation starts here.